Hey, I'm Chidi Afalezi, co-founder of Akoma Net, um, or Akoma Media, it's much more appropriate. We are an e-content and storytelling as a service outfit uh, for Africa. Welcome to the African Tech Roundup, Chidi. Thank you, thank you. Uh, this mic is all up in my face, so I hope we have some good conversations. We will, and, um, it's, and that's because, folks, it's a unidirectional mic, and we're in a very loud environment, and we want to get all the goodness out of this man's voice. I don't, want, I don't want anybody else in this conversation but me, so let's do this. Okay. All right, man. Akoma, man, you guys are our partners um, at this year's um, Africa Tech Summit, Kigali. Uh, but what does that mean? What, why are you guys here? Why did this make sense for you? Um, you know, you guys are a creative bunch of people. I've been tracking your progress for a while. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But why does being here make sense? So, you know, I spoke to Andrew about this. He, you know, was looking to kind of bring some more variety, some more, uh, as I like to say, to increase the metabolism of the, uh, of the, the conference. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, he came to me and, I, and said, you know, we, we want to talk about creativity. So it's not just tech and investment. You know, it's also about the creatives. Uh, the stories, the narratives. Uh, you know, you can have a tech guy that's doing some incredible things, but if the story is not told, then it's not told. And so that's why we're here. We wanted to introduce that creative element to kind of bring, again, increase the metabolism, but also bring some energy into the conversation. Not just have tech panels, but also have creative panels. So that's why we're here. And so let's talk about the role of creativity in the rise of you know, Africa's emerging tech and innovation scene. In fact, tech harnessed at its best is, is harnessed creatively. Give me a sense of how you look at it and, and why it's an important aspect to, to any conversation around tech and innovation. Listen, you know, um, I have a tech background. I'm a product guy, and I happen to also be running a, a creative company. Tell us a little bit about that. So unpack being a, a tech product guy. So the, the tech part is I was educated as a technologist. I'm an electrical engineer, and I was uh, very lucky to be part of the, 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 the building of America's digital wireless networks. So that's where my technology core comes from. But then at some point, I made the pivot into business, right, where not, you don't just build it. you got to sell it. you got to figure out what those problems are and make sure that you are addressing those needs and addressing those pain points. So that's kind of been the trajectory of my corporate career. But the creative side, you know, that's always innate. You, you know, you'll see a software developer or a, film deve a filmmaker, they have that innate creative quality. And as a kid, I, I've always been, that's, that's always been my thing. And um, so the creative, the creative aspect has really permeated my career, right, as a technologist, as a product person. But then I've kind of come back full circle now where I'm actually in what you would call the pure creative uh, movie making or short form video making that's actually more what we do not movie making i'm sorry photography writing fashion what you know what what that does is i'm at a place in my career where i feel that that is even more important to africa than what i'll call this focus on just tech right let, let me make a very bold statement I, I will say that the most important entrepreneur in africa today is the creative entrepreneur and that includes some tech entrepreneurs, you know, the folks providing platforms, the folks writing the software that will support the creative, that will support, you know, some of these things that are happening on our continent. When I met with my co-founder, Zane Vergie, who is uh, a former CNN international anchor, what ultimately we wanted to do, actually we said, we have to change the narrative around Africa. And then we stopped saying change, just own it. We don't need to change anything. We just need to own it. 
evolve it, right? And the first thing we did was we decided that we wanted to be the medium for Africa. So we built a medium for Africa. But we, what we realized was you don't need a medium for Africa. Medium is there already. What we need is a platform. What we need is an ecosystem for content and content creators in Africa to tell their stories. But not just tell the stories. Make a living telling those stories. It doesn't matter what type of story it is. It could be you, you know. This is, you're a content creator. You need to make a living doing this. We need you to make a living doing this. Because if you're not, you go away, we lose out. So that's the premise of Acoma, is this e-content, storytelling as a service, right? You know, you have platforms as a service, content as a service. We say storytelling as a service. is to build this tech and creative ecosystem around the content and the content creator in Africa. And so what comes first in, in that process? Yes. Is it the infrastructure, the business support? Is it the, the content itself? Yes. Is it partnerships with creators? Is it maybe even higher level where you, you sort of establish yourselves as the people setting out to do this at a policy level, at a sort of, you know what I mean? With yes. the people of power, do you, do you assert your, your identity? Do you let them know you're here? How did it work out for you? How, how have you approached this? That's a, that's a badass question. Uh, you know, and, and you get it. We've, we've struggled with this. Because at one point, you know, as a, you know, I'm a techie. I'm a product guy. So what's the problem? How do we solve it? What's the value proposition to the market? You do all that. Can you go through those heuristics, put together those frameworks. And what we started realizing, or I realized as a product person, was I was wasting my time. We know what the problem is, right? Ultimately, the problem we're trying to solve is we want to tell great, you know, great story, stories about Africa are not owned by Africa for now, right? However, what we started noticing is here in Rwanda, you have President Kagame, who is now the head of AU. And he is thinking, how do I bring creativity to the fore? So Zane is saying, okay, you know what? We need to be at that level with them. But then at some point, there's this, all these conversations about blockchain. Okay, well, how does blockchain help us, right? So we're at a place where, you know what? We need to focus in on, our decision was, we need to focus in on partnerships with the content creators. They are the suppliers. They are, quite honestly, our, our clients. They are the ones who are putting in, putting in all this energy. They have the pain point of either not being paid or not being paid on time. And that is causing this rift in their creative process, right? So that's where we're starting. We're saying, okay, we need to just start gathering and finding this tribe of content creators in Africa and the diaspora because there are a lot of African diaspora creators who are actually pointing the lenses back to, to the continent. So that's where we are now is the content creator. That's where we're focusing our energies. But we're also kind of getting in with, you know, who are the, 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 the public people, public sector people who, are, who get it because that's the problem. A lot of folks don't get it. The South Africans got it. I think President Kagame and his people here in, in Rwanda get it. You'll see, um, I know the Ethiopians are starting to talk. I was going to say the Ethiopians, I think, are, are starting to, to assert. The Ethiopians are very smart about this, but we're not seeing enough. We're not seeing enough. And we also, Even in South Africa, I don't think we are. Yeah, but you know, at least they have a written policy about it, right? Which is a great start. So um, the content creator, that's, that's really our bloodline. They, they are the ones who sustain us because every time we tell them what we're trying to do, uh, they light up. And so that's, that's where we're, we're starting. The infrastructure will come. I actually do believe that the technology side of things could be quite easier to do 
I mean, come on, man. This is the best time to want to build. You just go online. You just take different blocks, put them together, and you have a platform. So I'm not too concerned about that. It's the content creators that I want to get. And so what's the model? Um, what are, as a content creator um, or potential, potential member of your tribe, uh, what's the sell? What, what are you selling me in terms of like the nitty-gritties of, of the business? We've noticed that you know, content creators are not necessarily as interested in the back end of how they make money. You know, front end is, yeah, give me money, but there's a back end to it. And so when we talk about this tech platform, that's the part that I am very focused in on is how do you build a marketplace, right, that facilitates the back and forth. There is that medium between the buyer and the seller, the seller being the content creator. How do we make sure that transactions are happening, that the money is there? You don't tell me, oh, you know what, just do this thing for me and I'll pay you later. No, it's do this thing for me and here's evidence that I'll pay you. I think that, that brings a lot of confidence to the content creator. Yeah, so it's almost like the, the contractual process, I guess. Contractual pro- process. And, you know, for instance, we have, uh, we have 32 fellows in four countries. They are content creators. We have a fellowship program. And the other day I, I did a, a thing where how do you determine your rate card? What's your daily rate or your hourly rate? Man, all 32 were looking at me like, what are you talking about? I thought I'd just, you know, just, t- you know, just quote a price. I said, no, you at least know what your baseline price is. And then you can go up and down. You can attenuate up or attenuate down based on who you're talking to. Those are the simple things that a platform like this will help you do, right? It's not only, okay, these people find you, they hire you. There is maybe a, you know, I have a basic contract that at very least protects you. And there's an escrow that says there's money in there. So you feel confident. You know, you're a creator. You know how it can be when you're creating content. You're not even sure if you're going to get your money. Yeah, you're not sure whether to leave home today or to go rent the equipment. Yeah, you don't, the rent the equipment piece. And if for those tech folks and the founders who want to work with creators, you need to understand this. Whenever you hire them, they got to go rent equipment. So please don't trivialize why you need to pay them 50% up front or you need to pay them all up front because... This stuff is challenging. It's just as challenging as the work you guys are doing, you know, in your software shops and in your... Standard bank and standard chartered, whatever it is. It's just... So that's what we... That's the sell to the content creator. Is that what we do is we become your partner in making sure that the business side of things is taken care of, right? And that you find gigs and you get paid for gigs and that there's a system that says this guy or this gal is really an awesome creator and knows what he or she is doing. Right. And so you personally, how, how, do you, how do you spend your time in terms of, I suppose this is an evolving, this is a startup like, uh, like any other, but how do you determine you know, the best use of your time within the context of your startup? Listen, man, I wake up in the morning. I have gratitude to, the, to, to, to God that I'm alive. You know this. You know, you've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs. It's a hustle. You know, we're always looking for, you know, right now we're, we're raising money because you can't do this without money. So, and yeah, so let's 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 sorry, bookmark that. So we'll come back to that. But yeah, so um, what what you're raising money? What, what what's the money for? And uh, what's the sell to the investor? This has actually been the hardest part. Okay, I think we've had some panels here where investors say you need to tell me that you have a product and you have product market fit, and that you have some traction. Uh, you have an, a monthly revenue run, or an, and and for creatives, for a business like this, that's very difficult. You know, what we do is not as tangible as what investors like. So the sell to investors has been that 
we are essentially so you know andela right yep so we we've talked about how the same model where andela is essentially kind of rising the african developer that's what akoma is doing do we know specifically exactly how that money is going to be made there are different ways to make the money but we do know that there's a model where the creative is also given that opportunity to rise and then be put in environments where they are creating and making money so that's part of our sell right and then the marketplace itself when there is when there when you are a marketplace is usually transaction fees that you can take from that so that's essentially the problem that we are looking to solve is to essentially when we talk to the investors we say there's a problem here that the creative business needs kind of a ecosystem right and we're we're putting it together and we need help not just financial because you know you say investors sometimes people think it's just money it's really that strategic the uh the 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 policy help the you know just pointing us to the right people to make sure that we have the pieces to make that happen but there's a business model we're just trying to cobble it together uh and i and i'm not shy about saying that sometimes people say you have to be specific quite honestly it's kind of amorphous right now it's part sort of talent marketplace part uh, edtech play you also have to sort of as an investor you'd have to be convinced of the the impact that you guys are chasing so this is an impact play too right you know look they're creatives all over see all these guys with their cameras and and they've they've come up to me and said look man we really like what you're doing now you know you would think an investor would say you know so explain this better to me but these creatives get it right so i'm trying to find a way to kind of extract that from their brain and then sell it to the investor and say this is why they are so big they're coming up to us and saying thank you zane thank you for thinking of us right as a base that needs to be supported and enabled uh, i've stopped taking meetings with investors that don't get it what's what's your thinking around even how much time you spend like trying to find your people so my partner zane is world renowned they know her all over the place so she knows people that i never dreamt that i would know right and so when she's talking to these people i almost feel like there's a a cognitive dissonance that happens that they're focused on this is when this woman is a journalist and so i should make her an anchor she should be the face of my business you know we talked to a media billionaire and i i don't have to name him but that was all he could think about but he's actually he wanted a mascot yeah that's very interesting and i'm sure if zane is listening to this she she would actually start laughing because that's exactly what it was just don't get it we explain in this stuff and we're saying in fact there is the fact that there's chaos in this is an opportunity right if you want it to be if you want me to put it on a napkin for you neatly you know and and put it is that's not going to happen so we we actually are very very picky about who we talk to you got to you have to at least understand that the creative business is a chaotic business and you should be comfortable with that there's risk in it but as i i said to the to the crowd yesterday you know disney and pixar pixar was having the same challenges until this guy Steve Jobs said you know what i'm going to buy into this and now pixar is inf- you know they, you can't mess gold with- standard no you can't mess with pixar right now if pixar comes down and says we're going to do a movie about the africa tech summit it's going to make 400 million dollars right and that's what investors need to understand if you don't understand it if you're not willing to understand it then then just get out the way and and maybe what you should do is maybe point us to somebody that you know is crazy like that that is crazy like creatives like us Right? So that's how I feel about it. 
I dig it. So, like, outside of the scope of, you know, what you do, or perhaps within the scope, I don't know, um, something that's, uh, you know, that's tickling your fancy at the moment in terms of a trend that you see potential for or actually already having an impact on how we live life on the continent. In my environment, I've been seeing these young, digitally, socially savvy influencers that are starting to, to really present Africa in a way that people are like, wait a minute. You know, I, I know tomorrow Black Panther comes out. Everybody wants to be from Wakanda. Everybody's going to start dressing up like they're from Wakanda. Man, there's some young people doing some really amazing things that are becoming really strong digital influencers that will become the superstars of Africa, like yourself. And That's I, kind. I that because you're pointing a mic in my face. I said that because you're part, as I said, you're part of my tribe, right? And the trend is upward. I mean, the YouTube stars now are from Europe. They're from America. They're doing all these millions of views and, you know, even on a podcast. But I see that trend of young, savvy, and good-looking don't ever trivialize the good looking because sometimes Africa, good looking, sometimes they, 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 they mythologize us, but they don't necessarily call us good looking, right? And so I see these young people, they're doing things, they're telling stories, they are making us laugh, they're making us cry. They're, they're essentially, you know, the digital influencers here in Rwanda, you should see what they're doing with Kigali. You go to Ghana, I have a young woman, Mame, who is from Ghana. You should see what she's doing over there. That's what is exciting me. Because these are the people we're going to be working with. These are the people we are actually going to be working for at some point. And so that excites me because they are, they are photographers. They are filmmakers. They are video makers. They are writers. And when they put all that stuff together, forget it. And I love, I love how you frame that because I think that sort of is, is full circle where we began, where it's like one of the life-changing, literally life-changing happenings of the last four years for me was a podcast microphone that allowed me to plug straight into my laptop. I, I, didn't ha I wasn't an Apple user at the time, and most of what was available in the price point I could afford to get going was, was basically Apple-friendly, and, 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 and you couldn't use on, an, you know, on a non-Mac product. And I started podcasting the year the first decent sort of broadcast quality product in that space came out. And so that's, that's why, like, oversimplification around, like, innovation and what it looks like and how it changes lives and how, and how it ought to be harnessed meaningfully. Like, that's how it works around here. It's not, oh, VR is next. It it's really isn't. It's, it's so, so let me tell you, when we were doing this creative panel or the creative session, the track, I didn't want to do VR. I'm not, I don't want to talk about AI, like machine learning. That stuff is all cool. You know, even blockchain, uh, and, and I'll, I'll be very honest, you know, people talk about blockchain, I roll my eyes. I know it's going to be important to me. I'm learning, but that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the folks behind the data, the people producing all this data that's being used and being crunched to say, oh, Africa is doing this, or Africa is doing that. And those are the creators, right? The influencers. Those are the, that's, those are the people there. At the pulse. Yes, they are tangible. You can see them. You Google them, you see them. They are a product, okay? And so, and I, and I hate to say they're a product because I'm sure some of them will say, Chidi, don't ever say that again. No, 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 I get it. I get it. I do. I totally get it. They're packaged. They, they are amazing. So that's, that's, the, that's what I'm talking about. You know, when uh, you know, a European company or an American company comes and says, oh, we're going to do innovation in Africa. 
Don't even put innovation anywhere. Just say, you know what, we're coming here to see what's going on. We just want to learn. Right? We'll show you too. We just want to learn. You know, build a learning culture about Africa. And Africa will teach you. And then you can take advantage of whatever you learn and go make some serious money. So, um, yeah, I agree with you. This whole innovation thing gets on my nerves. I, 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 I've always said that I want to, if I was going back to corporate, I will go lead uh, 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 some kind of a team that's doing really cool things. But I don't want them to ever call me an innovator. I want them to call me a, a, a problem solver. Okay. And it's funny because I'm seeing a lot of my digital influencers walking by. So, you know, that's kind of energizing me right now. That's awesome, man. Shitty, it's been an, an absolute pleasure, man. Dude. I got to come sit down with you and we'll do like two hours of this. I'm telling you, bro, like we need a segment. Like maybe, maybe, um, maybe we make it regular. You know, like um, what Charlemagne and... Um, and, and oh, uh, yeah, I can't remember the... Angry dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I, I can't remember. Joe, Joe Button. Joe. Yo, you know Joe used to be a freaking rapper. Yeah, at some point. How did he... Anyways, we should do it. I'm, I'm down to come down and you just like, we just vibe. We, just, we need an angry dude. You, you're not angry. Oh, I could get angry if you want me to get angry. We'll get angry. Well, he's grumpy, so he's a grumpy dude. But no, you know what I am? I just don't give a... I was about to curse. I just don't give a damn. So if you want us to get down, we'll get down. If you're like, Chidi, I need an unvarnished. Let's just get into it, and I'll, I'll, I'm your man. So we need to do that, brother. There's a show right there. Absolutely. This is creativity right here. This is what we're doing. You heard it first, right here. African Tech Roundup, man. Chidi, thanks again. Absolutely. Thank you, man. It's awesome. Thank you.